0: Yeah, good evening, I can see you jumping online, yeah, God bless you too, God bless you too. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, wherever you are, across the earth, whatever your time zone may be, may God bless you and strengthen you, it's just gone half past seven here within the UK, may the power of the Holy Spirit just be with you tonight. We're going to be jumping into the Gospel of Matthew, we're going to jump into the Gospel of Matthew, so if you, if you can, and if you will, I would urge you to grab yourself a Bible. Um, The greatest investment you'll ever have in your life is to buy a living word, to buy the living word of God. So wherever you are this evening, we thank God for your life. May God strengthen you. May the hand of God always be upon you. And we thank you so much for sharing all these podcasts, these live stream services. And for all those in the world of podcasts, we just want to say thank you for those thousands, literally thousands of downloads across the earth through Spotify, iHeartRadio, ussprout. Amazon Music and so many other platforms, but let's get in the Word of God, we're going to break bread together, in a short while we're going to rest and I pray that God will speak directly to your hearts tonight, that you will feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and uh, this is very, very simple, a very simple message, an absolute simple message tonight and if you can turn to Matthew chapter 11, Matthew chapter 11 verse 28, you probably can probably say that with me but just from yesterday just as we're uh, bouncing in from yesterday um, so from the gospel of Mark from yesterday and we was in uh, Mark chapter 5 I just want to reiterate I just want to go back over a couple of uh, areas of scripture that we was in yesterday in when we were sermonizing Sunday morning I really believe it's really really important yeah, the sound's back, the sound's back, you're with me, yeah, there we go, you're back, you're back, yeah, you're back now, may God bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus, the sound should be back, it's all gone quiet, you should be there, you should be there, you should be back, yeah, you're back, you're back, you're back, you have to forgive me, we've had this uh, studio empty today, we had some stuff done in there today, so we've had to put everything back, so it might bounce backwards and forwards, so I'll keep my eye on that, just till it settles down, but yesterday, but just carry on from yesterday, where we was yesterday, we was in a really um, important part of the New Testament, and we was in Mark chapter 5, and that was uh, referring to Jairus and the lady with the issue of blood, and I just want to just go back slightly before we go forward tonight understand and I know we've got breaking the bread and we're quite limited on time. Um, but I just want to let you know, for those that are still hanging on by a thread, just continue to hold on. As the screen says just above my head there, never give up. There is always hope. You never give up. You press in. You trust God. You walk with God. Uh, you lean into the scripture as a disciple was breaking bread with Christ in that upper room and just, just lean into Jesus. It's really important to just lean into Jesus. God is with you. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost is with you. But I really believe that you may be up against some really big Goliaths at the moment, some Jericho's. You're facing some issues, some different stuff going on in life that is really stretching and really testing and taking you almost to the edge, to the edge of 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 stepping off this place and literally just saying, God, that this I really need you. And I thank God for your lives because I really believe God is moving powerfully in your innermost being. But I also believe this, that there are many of us that have surrounded ourselves with with people in our lives that are the wrong type of person for our lives at this moment. We've got to be very careful who we surround ourselves with. We've got to be very careful who is around us. We've got to be very careful who we associate ourselves with. We've got to be very careful uh, who we who we talk to, who we uh, share prayer time with and who we who we speak to. And also there are people in the circle of life that are not quite fitting for this season that we're in at this moment. And there are some big decisions people have got to make. Uh, in life at this moment in time when looking at every situation workplace issues issues at home issues in marriage issues in in the children in schooling in education there are some big issues and I I pray that God will strengthen you as you make decisions and as you make godly and I'll say wise decisions you know I'm I'm quite a bit of a rascal for making the wrong decisions and and saying the wrong thing you know but God is always with me you know I've I've made some Good lifestyle choices and I've made some serious bad lifestyle choices. But you know, God is always with us. God is always with us. And I pray that wherever you are this evening, you will feel the power of the Holy Spirit. You will feel the refreshing uh, presence of God in your life. I pray that you will feel uh, Psalm 91. Where the scripture tells us very clearly that that God will command His angels concerning you to lift you up in their hands and to guard you in all your ways. I believe God is is speaking directly to you tonight, and and also amongst the confusion and the frustration. If you feel very low tonight, very tired and very weary, I just pray that God will just strengthen you in your walk. Um, but there are some decisions. There are some decisions that are got to be made um, prayerfully through the scripture through resting in his word and also what's coming to my mind at this moment um, i feel that this is really important is to be still and know that i'm god you know the world is accelerating life is quickening everything is so fast everything is quick fired and, and i pray that you will be still and you will really feel the presence of the holy spirit and you will just feel the love of the father the son and the holy ghost and you will find that rest in his word and i just want to let you know do not panic do not panic do not let fear, do not let anxiety in the door, you know, do not, and I, I'll put it like this, do not let it in that gateway, do not let it in your heart, do not let the fears and the worries of life and what lies ahead of you and what, what the future may look like and what's happening at home in, in work and, and cultural issues and, and church life, whatever you are doing around and whatever is going on in your life, I I, I believe God God is stretching you. You have been stretched in your life, in your faith like never before. I believe that you are, and we are, and I'll say you, and I will bring us all into this, that we have some really difficult uh, decisions to make. We've got to put uh, our faith in God. There are things happening in the world, in, in the political areas of life, the finance markets. But I just want to let you know, when we were when coming out of the text yesterday, uh, Mark chapter 5, and we was in verse 21 through to the end of uh, about verse 35 and a little bit further on. I just want to let you know, just touch the hem of his garment. Press in like you never pressed in before. Push like you never pushed before. Stretch out to Christ. Stretch out and touch the hem of his garment. You know, there's, there's many religious people around Christ. There's many people crowding your life. There are many people in the way. There are many people trying to distort your vision, your understanding and what God has for you. Be very careful who you associate yourself with. And as I said at the very beginning of this this communion service tonight, I believe that there are many people in lives, and I will say in my life, your life, whoever's life, we bring ourselves all into this equation that we have to be very careful who we associate and who we walk with and who we journey with because we just don't know, are you for us or are you against us? I pray tonight that you will find strength and you will find wisdom and you will find godly counsel in his word and you will just trust his word and you will lean into the presence of the Holy Spirit, into the presence of God and you will just trust. So coming uh, from yesterday as we were sermonizing, as we were reading the scripture, as we were moving forward, I really feel that this is still very relevant for so many people. It's very relevant for me holding holding on by a thread, holding on to the garment. Just If I can just touch Christ, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just lean in and just touch the hem of his garment, I pray that wherever you are in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that the power of God will just come and just rest upon you and give you strength and you will just feel the love of God wherever you are. I pray that the love of God will be wrapped around you tonight, that the word of God will make your heart beat. And also do believe that there are many on the Emmaus road, on the Emmaus road. You're walking with a certain person, you're walking, you're discussing the finer things of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You're walking and then suddenly you just feel that, 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 that you're on an unusual journey and, and and you're just feeling your heartbeat and, and there are things happening around you and within you that's very, very unusual. I, I believe Christ is walking with you on your Emmaus Road. God is walking with you. The word is with you. The presence of the Holy Spirit is with you. Just keep walking. This this is the encouragement I have for you tonight, is just keep walking. Never give up. There is always hope. Never, ever give up. As the screen says behind me, never give up. I will keep repeating myself. I will keep saying that this evening. You, you, you stretch everything. You put every amount of energy you got to touch Jesus. You know... uh, Faith and actions go together, you know so sometimes it takes a, a move, it takes a move, it takes a a faith move, and sometimes to do a faith move, it can be the most difficult thing to do is to and also to change direction to change direction, change can be very painful, change can stretch us, change can give us stress, change of the people in our lives, change of a workspace, change of relationship change of of job change uh, of children's schooling, change, just change, just change of a home, you know, and I I believe that there are many that are going to see change in your life. For the better, I believe God is drawing you to new beginnings, new pastures. But just keep walking, just keep walking. You can almost say it feels like blind faith. It it feels like you're just walking into into the midst of nowhere. And I pray that you'll just keep going, and you'll keep going, and you'll keep going, and you keep focused, as it, as it says in Hebrews chapter twelve, verse two. Keep your eyes on Jesus. So as the text says if i can just touch the hem of his garment touch the thread i don't know if you can see that cord that that scarlet cord in this bible if i can just hold on to the thread if i can hold on to the word because holding on to the word of god is everything that we just require as brothers and sisters in Christ, whether male or female, you are a child of the living God, and God is with you, and it doesn't matter what the world is saying about you, it doesn't matter what is happening on the outside of your life, God sees your heart, God feels your pain, God is, God is wiping your tears, God is with you. You are a child of the living God, and I just want to encourage you tonight, before we get into this scripture, never give up. Wherever you are across the earth tonight, may God strengthen you and bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. But let's. So yesterday, so very, very quickly as we're recapping from yesterday, we came out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, and we was looking about how difficult it is to touch the hem of of Christ's garment, how very difficult it is to get into the presence of Jesus. And uh, that can be very difficult because the world is crowding, the world is very fierce, the world is very fast. But I pray that wherever you are, as you're dropping on the socials this evening, that God may strengthen you in your life and you will never give up. There is always hope. Whatever your life looks like at this moment, Never give up, just keep focus, just press in, just, just touch the hem of his garment. So for those of those that was with us yesterday, let's put that down a moment. Let's turn into the New Testament, let's just stay where we are, but let's go, um, I've marked this ready, let's go into the book of Matthew. If you want to just follow me this evening into the book of Matthew, and we're in Matthew chapter 11. Now this is a very simple, but very direct and very meaningful text, it is very short, it is very quick-fired, and you probably know that, you probably heard it, you probably read it, you probably had many, many sermons over that, over the past, and in verse 28 of uh, Matthew chapter 11, it says, come to me, all of you that are weary and burdened, I will give you rest, that is it, that is the, the simpleness, that is the beautiful, presence and the word of God remembering that we are reading out of the word of God that this is the spoken word of God and and God's word started to come into being when he said let there be light and there was so we understand through the old and through the new testament God is always speaking a few weeks ago we looked, we looked very clearly at um and at the at the text that we was in is God's silent God is never silent God is always speaking. God is always moving. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And you might say, well, how is God speaking? God is speaking through the written word. God has already spoken to you. God is speaking to you tonight. If you have the word of God, this is what he is saying very clearly in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me. Christ is calling you. Christ is calling you. Maybe you're in church. Maybe you're in ministry. Maybe you're in leadership. Maybe you're just weary and exhausted of life. Are you exhausted? If you are exhausted, don't worry. If you are weary, don't worry. If you are fed up, busted, and broken out, do not worry. God is with you. You might feel lonely today. You might feel lost today. You might have your children, your family, your, your your loved ones around you, but you feel empty and you feel lost and you feel just worn out. I urge you and I encourage you, never give up. Just keep pressing in. But the, the simple text coming from the Synoptic Gospel of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, come to me. It's so simple. We're at communion tonight. Just want to keep it very simple and just on point without dancing around the text go, going too far going too far in sorry but as it says in the gospel of Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me i just want you to rest on that scripture tonight i want you to rest in the word of god and i want you to trust him and i'm learning to walk very differently with the power of the holy spirit learning to li- uh, listen learning to understand learning to walk very different and trusting in the everlasting arms of the Father. But he says in the gospel, the synoptic gospel of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, come to me, Christ is calling you wherever you are at this moment on this earth, Christ is calling you, he is the living word, he is your strength, he is El Shaddai, he is the great I am, he is the seven I am's in the gospel of John, he is worthy of all praise and you are blessed and highly favoured. You are wonderfully and you are fearfully made. And you are made and you was created for God and by God. Your family do not own you. Your culture has no power over you. But there are many caught in in cultural structures. There are many caught in business structures. There are many caught in in, uh, areas of relationship. You just feel trapped, I believe. God is opening the door for you to get out of certain situations that you never thought possible. He is a miracle worker, and you might be looking at Goliaths, you might be looking at Jericho's, but what is key to, to seeing the move and the power of the Holy Spirit and God's Word coming into being um, is, is something that's very, very difficult in the land in which we live within the UK, and that is being obedient to God's Word. Because a mass percentage of the church, I'm going to say it, are not being obedient to God's Word. And I'm not referring to lifestyle choices. I'm, I'm referring to the doctrine and the understanding of it because the Scripture says, All have sinned and fallen short of thy glory. There is no one on planet earth that has got life completely right with Christ. Yes, we are sanctified. Yes, we are justified. Yes, we are washed in the blood of Jesus. Yes, we are saved. That he saved me and he saved you. Even before we understood what the word salvation is. So the word salvation, he saved you and he created you and he loves you. And I just want to encourage you tonight, never give up in, in well-doing, never give up in faith. Just keep pressing, even though you feel sometimes there's no way forward, you can't see a breakthrough, you can't see a light at the end of the tunnel. The psalmist writes in Psalm 119, he says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light for my path. And Jesus is calling you tonight, just come to me. Now Christ is calling you and we say how how do I respond to the scripture how do I respond I, I i can't see him i i can't he's not within my perception he's not within my essential perception this is not within my perception you know we are when we're with each other and this, we are living in a very material world everything is perceived everything is is in our perception in our vision in our in our procreal stretch everything is touchable everything is tangible but then we say god how can i touch the hem of thy garment how lord can i get into your presence by reading the word of god and just taking time out and resting in him and just praying the prayer just saying the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name your kingdom come your will be done just praying the word of god and just sitting in the stillness whether you're driving whether you're at your desk whether you're hoovering washing up whether you're cutting the grass whether you're walking whether you're running whatever you may be doing God is with you wherever you are whether you're at home whether you're uh, wh- wherever you are whatever your situation is God is with you and this is so simple and i just want to keep it on that that drum skin tonight on that heartbeat Christ is calling come to me all of you all who are weary are you weary tonight are you tired tonight God is calling you afresh come to me if you're weary and laden worn out, broken down, tired, lonely, come to me, Christ is calling you, Christ is calling me, he's calling, come, and and yesterday in the scripture that I started on, uh, that is about that lady that made that physical stretch, but she had the physical Christ in front of her, she she had the physical Messiah in front of her, of her she knew that he was in town she knew that he was going to be walking past so she had the visual she was able to see him and able to touch him but as we live in the times in which we live and we know Christ uh went up on on ascension day and he, he was taken up into the heavens above them and then we know that he's coming back and he will descend as he and we know he ascended and we know that he's going to descend so it was okay for her She was able to touch Christ, she was able to speak with Christ, she was able to walk with Christ, she had a dialogue, a conversation with Christ, because he turned around and he said to her, "Who?" or to the crowd at first rather, who's touched me, someone has touched me, and we know as the the scripture goes on, and she said in fear i did it 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 was me so she was really blessed that she had the messiah she had the living word in physical stretch he he was in touching distance and we know that she touched him because the bible tells us that she touched the hem of his garment not only did she touch physically but she touched uh, spiritually that there was a, a connection with with the king of kings and the lord of lords so when we live in the culture and society that we live in and we read these beautiful facts, these beautiful stories, how, how it was for those that walked with him in the, in their parochial stretch and within uh, their perception, and they was able to see him and touch him and to brush shoulders with him, but for us, over 2,000 years up from these texts, now we have to go by faith. We have to go by complete faith. Now that can be the most hardest thing a believer can ever do in one's life, is to go by faith the just shall live by faith we do not go by sight but we 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 go by faith you know that can be the most hardest the most difficult thing is to go in the word and to go by faith because as you go by faith and as you walk forward the, the circumstances more often than not do not actually change at that moment in time. So you have to step out in faith. I have to step out in faith. I have to make a, 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 a conscious decision of moving forward, but the situation and, and the people around me doesn't seem to change, but i I got to keep walking. i got to keep moving. It's like walking through the valley of Bacar. the the long pilgrimage, the long walk. The hills don't change. The valleys don't change. It still looks the same, but I've got to go by faith. And there are many walking in the wilderness at this moment in time. You are walking in in, in almost a, a, a quiet and an unassuming, a, a very strange place. And I pray that God will strengthen you in the valley of the shadow of death. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear with. Me will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me so God is with you in the valley God is with you in the stretching you know and as and as we just quickly reiterate before we come to the the breaking of bread and taking of the cup What's really critical for me to understand is it's okay for that lady because she had the very physical presence of the Messiah. She was able to, to rush and to stretch herself and to touch the hem of his garment. But then Christ ascended, you know, hours and days after that, after he'd visited. And, and on Ascension Day, he went up. And then we know that he's coming on the rider on the white horse, as it says in the book of Revelation. So for you and for me, we have to go by faith. We have to go by complete faith. We are we gotta walk this earth, we gotta live our lives, but we've got to go by faith. The just shall live by faith. See, I, I find this very complex and can be very difficult. working in culture and society that is very godless. To live in a house maybe that's very godless, to be in a family that's very godless, to be in a workspace that's very godless, to be in a educational area of life, to be in science, to be in culture, to be in life that's very godless, and you and you know God is calling you, and I I I would say. Uh, Just very quickly, like this, before we come to the table. There are many rushing to touch the hem of his garment, making that physical and that spiritual stretch out from within yourself and touching the hem and wanting to wrap yourself and to hold on to Jesus. Because I need to hold on to Jesus. I I need to put my arms. Sometimes I say, God, please, will you step through the wall? Will you do a Thomas, please? Will Will you come and just step into this room? But I've got to remind myself that we are blessed with his presence. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But we read from the old and into the new. We read very clearly that Christ's physical presence was before the disciples. There was dialogue. There was conversation. There was food. There was eating. There was drinking. There was walking. There was working. There was a very, obviously a very physical presence of Christ. And on Ascension Day, when Christ was ascended and he went up to glory... And then suddenly everything changed because now humanity, believers, have got to go by faith. And you might be at work. that's a very ungodly environment. You might be in a home. That's a very ungodly environment. You might be in a culture. That's a very ungodly environment. You might be in a workspace. You might be in whatever circle of life you're in. That's a very ungodly situation. But I pray that by faith, the just shall live by faith. And I really believe in this scripture tonight, I believe that God has placed my eyes, I believe God has placed my heart into, this, into the New Testament, the Synoptic Gospel of Matthew chapter 11. I'm going to read it again, the simple text tonight is so simple, but it's so true for where we live today, whether you live in the UK, whether you're outside of the UK, it says come to me, Christ is always calling Come to me. So yesterday we was in the text where the lady was able to physically touch the hem. And he, she, he, he was in her physical stretch. But he's not in our physical stretch. He's not in this dimension, as in the physical Christ. But his presence and the living Word is amongst us. And the Scripture says, "And the Word became flesh." So they was privileged for thirty-three years or more to have the living Word in physical formation before their very eyes, and they was able to rub shoulders to to be with him, to break bread to him, but uh, be with him. But then on Ascension Day, when he was called, when he was taken off of this. Earth, His earth, suddenly you and me have got to go completely. By faith. So we're going in Scripture in this Scripture tonight that is pro- approximately over two thousand years old, and He is saying, and He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And God is in your house. God is in your business. God is in your workspace. God is in your family. God is in your life. And God saved you. And we are going to break bread together very, very soon. And I pray right now as you stretch out. As you hold onto the living word of God, whether it's by the thread, by the hem of his garment and whether you feel that God Christ is calling you tonight to step out in faith and present yourself to the foot of the cross, because that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to the cross of Calvary tonight. And Lord, I thank you that I am forgiven for my mistakes, my idiosyncrasies, Lord, for the for the lifestyle choices, for the wrong move, for this, for that lord for the a's and the b's and the z's in my life lord i thank you lord all the way through you saved me you gave me a hope and a future and tonight lord as many of us i want to let you know that i walk through psalm 23 more often than not i walk through the valley and the darkest valley but his word is a lamp unto my feet a light for my path it might be a long walk you know God may have given you a word, may God may have given you a vision or a dream and has dropped something in your innermost being, but life doesn't change at this moment it looks the same. Maybe you're a week in, 2 weeks in, a month in. Maybe you've started a job or a, or a career where it seems to be the complete opposite to what God is dropping in your spirit. Hold on to the living word. Press in and never give up. I honestly believe in the word of God. From Genesis to Revelation, I believe in it. I don't understand it because it is too big. I am just a human being. He is a supernatural God. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, as the scripture says. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are beyond our thoughts. But his glory and his presence is within you tonight. He has commanded Psalm 91. He has commanded his angels concerning you to lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against that stone. Whatever that stone is, God has commanded his angels concerning you to lift you up. Maybe there's people in your life. Maybe there's situations in your life. Maybe you've got to make a conscious decision that the culture you're in, the environment you're in, the workspace you're in, the home life the situations that you are in, that I am in, because we are all in certain areas and certain layers of life, that we have very relevant and very biblical decisions to make. God, what way are you calling me? Lord, I need you like never before. So there are many of us, just like the lady with the issue of blood. And what I mean by that is stretching out to touch the hem and also there are many that are not stretching out touching the hem but Christ is calling so there are many doing the physical stretch to Jesus and there are many being called by Jesus his word is the same yesterday today and forevermore and God is with you and God is in your home tonight and we're going to break bread in just a few moments and I'm going to read that scripture again so wherever you are tonight I pray that you are heart will be open your eyes will see your ears will receive the living word of god so we are in the very simple text of the synoptic gospel of matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me all of you that are who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest christ will give you rest i cannot give you rest church cannot give you rest culture cannot give you rest Your family, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, your workspace, your finances, your life, the the area of your life cannot give you the rest that we need because only complete rest will be found in the great I am, in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The God of hope, the God of eternity, the God that is stretching out the universe as we speak at this moment in time. And I pray that if you are in Psalm 23, if you are in the Gospel of Mark chapter 4, chapter 5, if you are with us tonight in Matthew chapter 11, if you are in Psalm 91, if you are in Genesis in creation, if God is leading you to revelation, I pray that God will reveal his word to you because that's how we get his word. God reveals his word to us. It's no good just having head knowledge. You know, there are many people and there are many people, theologians and people that are well oiled and well educated that have a very powerful academic strength. A natural skill set to retain and to understand and to get knowledge. But knowledge puffs up. It's no good just having knowledge. What I've got to have is love. If I do not have love, it is meaningless. You can find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You can prophesy until the cows come home. What a wonderful way to put that. You can shout and dance all you like. You can have faith that can move mountains but without love. Faith, hope, hope and love but the greatest of these is love See, you can prophesy you can shout you can dance you can verbalize the scripture you can teach it but without reaching it there is something very different without reaching it how do i reach it i reach it as david reached it with god i've got to have a heart after god lifestyle and heart are two different areas of life i I would put it like this Sometimes my life never really reflects a leader or a believer in Christ Jesus because the carnage of life can be so difficult. But he knows through the carnage and through the battle scars and through the battlefield and through the skirmishes. Do you ever feel like you're just dodging bullets? The enemy is always firing the arrows at you and you're ducking and you're diving. You've almost got barbed wire scrapes on your back where you're just trying to get under and you're just trying to get through life. God is with you as we live, as we walk this earth. The psalmist says something very interesting, uh, what what God and so through the psalmist as as the psalmist vocalizes and as the psalmist uh, writes it and as the psalmist pens it and puts it to to, to the stretch of, of the, the, the literature that we have today through the word of God the psalmist says before I lived any area of my life before I spoke any word you knew how I would live you knew every word that I would speak and you never turned me away He knows my character. He knows your character. He loves you unconditionally. He loves me unconditionally. You know, character was formed at the same time as when he breathed us into being. God knows your character. God knows your head. God knows your heart. God knows my heart. God knows my head. God knows the the right choices we make. God knows the wrong choices we make. But there is something so beautiful that perfect love drives out all fear, and love, love—the love of God—is so powerful. You know, finding and seeking, and stretching and 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 s- e- extending. You know, I, I pray that wherever you are tonight, as we as we break bread, we've covered a lot of ground tonight. We have covered a lot of ground. I just pray that wherever you may be, um, that you will just find complete rest for your innermost being, and you will know that your Redeemer lives, and because He lives, you can face tomorrow. Never let anybody put you down. Be careful of opinionated people. Be careful that people with that people are very well educated and I and I respect educated people, but will you understand? Be very careful with people that are very fluid with words, that are very um, well scored with with uh, elongated words, that are very uh, voc- vocally strong in your life. Be very careful that people may try and manipulate you through words. Be very careful in the culture. Whatever culture, I, all of us were birthed into very different cultures, and whatever culture you were birthed in, I pray that God will break and when I and please be uh, i'm being respectful for every every one of us because all of us have been birthed into some form of culture um, and some form of different understanding of life wherever we are born and whatever post code we came out in to be and wherever we lived, we cannot allow society and the society and the culture and the traditional ways of living to mold us anymore, because I believe God God is drawing many out of different cultural settings, out of lifestyle settings, out of, out of many areas of life, and I believe there are many on the potter's will. So there are many tonight. Let's just quickly break this down before we break this bread. Now, so there are a few of us that are stretching out, and touching the hem of his garment. There are a few of us that Christ is calling. Come to me, all of you that are weary. Some are physically stretching in, and some are being called in. Some are in the valley that feel that they are going completely in a blind walk forward. There are many that are feeling very stressed tonight worn out your emotions and your adrenaline is driving you and you know that almost any moment your body is going to crash at any moment in time I thank God for your life because God will give you strength to keep going God will feed you as he fed uh, that great prophet in in that underneath that broom tree he said God it is enough now please take my life And an angel from glory came down and ministered and strengthened with a small piece of bread and a jar of water. God will strengthen you for the next stage of your journey. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that perceives out of mouth of God. God will strengthen you. And I pray for those that are finding it very difficult tonight to get in the word of God. I pray for those that are finding it very difficult tonight to actually even have a conversation with God. God knows. God sees everything. But what COVID-19 done for me very clearly and what I see across the platform of the UK was break. Well, I won't actually use the word break. I will use the word, a heavier word, smash religion. Smash the traditional ways of what we call church. And I pray tonight that as you stretch out, whether you are like the lady with the issue of blood, whether you are stretching out and trying to touch the hem or hold on to the hem. Maybe you're the one that is that Christ is saying, come to me. All of you that are wearing heavy laden, I will give you rest. Maybe you're the one walking through the valley of Baca. Maybe you're the one that is on a pilgrimage, a very unusual walk. Maybe you feel lonely tonight. Maybe you're the one in Psalm 91 when God has commanded his angels concerning you to lift you up in their hands. You will not strike your foot against that rock. Maybe there are some cultural issues. Maybe there are some workplace issues, some marital issues, some relationship issues. Maybe... As you think tonight about your life, don't think too hard about life, because if we all think too hard about life, we will get ourselves tied in a knot, and that's what we can't do, don't get tied in a knot, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And you are free tonight because Christ set you free at the cross of Calvary and he has made a way where there is no way. And I'm not just saying it that he is a way maker because of the song. I'm telling you before the song even came into existence, Christ makes a way. He made a way for the Israelites across Uh, the Jordan River. He made a way through the Red Sea. He made a way in the wilderness. He made a way. He is always making a way, and God is a rescuer, and God will rescue you wherever you are tonight. Do not give up hope. Do not give up in your faith. Well, actually, you cannot give up in faith because faith is a gift, and faith was given. So faith, a small amount of faith was uh, accelerated and deposited in your heart but how do i how do i grow this faith rev how how do i grow this faith pastor ben how how do i grow this faith faith grows faith comes and faith grows through hearing the message and hearing the word of the living god faith comes by the word of god faith grows by the word of god now in hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 it says now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see don't worry because you can't see it your faith has received it and god is going to bring it so hebrews 11 verse 1 is very important for me and for you tonight faith comes from hearing in the book of Romans and hearing the word of God. And in Hebrews chapter 11, it's very clear. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So my faith is believing what I cannot see. My faith is believing what I haven't received. My faith is believing what my natural eyes and what my natural ears cannot see, what God has in store. But his promises are yes and amen. God has given you a vision. God has given you a dream. God has spoken to your heart. God is drawing you. And as we said very very clearly, God will draw you and God will show you. But hold the faith, hold the line, do not give up. Even though those that are giving up that are going off, had enough Rev. I'm out of here. Good night. God bless you. I praise God for your life because you may feel like a Thomas known as Didymus. Unless I see the nail marks, unless I touch his side. I will not believe when you say powerful statements like that. The presence of God, the glory of Christ will step in through any dimension. He will step through the physical wall because he has never left you nor forsaken you. God is drawing you. We are all on very different layers of life. We are all walking very different journeys of life. We are all making very different decisions in life. But God is with you. Let's break bread right now. Father, we thank you that there is strength in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray for Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. What you do not see is coming in the name of Jesus. What you hope for is coming in the name of Jesus. Do not give up in well-doing. Father, we thank you for this bread. I pray if anyone feels spiritually dry, you're not not dry, you are a well that is brimming over. Your physical has just realized that lord what is this all about because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water and christ is living water and christ has come to you and presented himself to you and christ is living within you so you have living water your physical is weary your physical is tired your physical feels downtrodden but christ is with you father We break bread together tonight in the name of Jesus. And Lord, Mm. we are expecting a miracle. And every one of us, Lord, is in the labor suite tonight. Yes, Father. We are expecting a miracle to come forth in the name of Jesus. Father, we're in this, this position. We're in this situation Lord and we believe Lord that a miracle is coming in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you that we carry miracles but tonight Lord when I say we carry miracles we carry promises your word is a miracle I am a miracle you are a miracle you're here today so you are a miracle your life doesn't look like a miracle my life doesn't look like a miracle But remember what Hebrews 11 verse 1 says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So just because we can't see it, doesn't mean to say that it's not in existence. Because what your eyes cannot see are the promises that are coming your way and my way. May God bless you through his word tonight. Never give up. So we, we have been in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all of you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He will give you rest. He is the living word. He is your Messiah. He is your God. He is your King. Bless this bread as we break this tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I love you, Lord, and I bless you. And tonight, Lord, we present everything before you. We lay our families before you. We lay our friends before you. We lay our church family before you. We lay our pastors before you. We lay our brothers before you, our sisters. We, pr- we pray for all of those that are in our, our, our stretch tonight. And we say, Lord, lead every one of us. Draw every one of us to the cross. Because it can only be the cross. Because the cross is yes and amen. The cross is everything that we need. Come Holy Spirit. Bless this bread as we break it in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for the cup tonight that symbolizes the blood of Jesus. And tonight, Lord, I pray for everybody that's under the sound of my voice that will capture this live stream later that wherever they are across the world, whatever their time zone is, whether they capture this through podcasts, whether they're with me online tonight, wherever and whoever they are, I just pray tonight, Lord, that the fire of God will be in their innermost being, that they will feel the love of Jesus and the presence of the living word. Because, Lord, whether they feel down and weary, whether they feel joyous tonight, the joy of the Lord is their strength. And as we come to the cup tonight, Father, I thank you that your son was given as a ransom. The price has been paid. Tonight, I thank you for justification. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for revelation. And I thank you for the love of the Messiah. And I thank you for the love of the living word of God. Because my brothers are saved. My sisters are saved. Lord, all those that are calling out to Jesus tonight are saved. All those that don't even know Jesus yet, because you are the one that is calling. So keep calling tonight, Lord, and keep calling us. Cover us in the blood of Jesus. Wash us from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. In Jesus' name, amen. You are washed. You are washed in the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 11, I think we'll go out on this. Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11 verse 1. I haven't got the text in front of me, so please check it. Someone jump on, the, on, on online and just ping that text up before we disappear. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith. Now faith is the substance, the evidence. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So there there is there is a journey that we're all on i can see the camera i can see the wall i can see the doorway I can see everything in my parochial, I can see everything in my vision, I can see everything in my eyesight, I've got everything through sensual perception, through smell, through my senses, through my touch, through my ear gate, through my eye gate, I've got everything in front of me, and I will always have sensual perception, because my sensual perception is everything that is in the stretch that is before me, but there is a realm that is before us that is coming to us, oh yes. Yes. Oh yes, there is a world in that supernatural world that is very real and I will say it like this, that supernatural world is more real than you watching that camera tonight looking at me, that spiritual world is more real than the fabric of this materialist world that we live in, this spiritual world and what I'm referring to is the kingdom of God, is stronger and more powerful than the physical existence in your life the the kingdom of god is greater than any darkness the kingdom of god is yes and amen and the kingdom of god is within and around the kingdom of god is stronger than any physical item and within any material item that is in, if you hold onto whatever is in front of you, this cup that I hold in my hand, I feel this, I touch this cup, obviously, my being, my body, my knee, my the wood on the table, the tabletop, the mic, everything, the camera before me, it is very real, but that is just in my perception and that is just in my vision and that is in my natural and parochial stretch. But what is greater than what I can see is Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the evidence. The evidence. Now faith is the evidence and the substance of things not seen. There is something greater than what is not seen. God's promises. God's blessings. God's mercy. God's justification. God's glory. Now faith is is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. The scriptures are on the socials. I pray that God will strengthen you. It is the evidence. It is the evidence of the things that are not seen. That is beyond the test tube of science, that is beyond the great mathematicians, that is beyond the great thinkers, that is beyond the, the great learners and the great scholars, that is that is beyond the the academic stretch of our life, that spiritual world that is tangible and touchable, that is within, that is around, and more powerful than these curtains and this timber and this carpet and me sitting in front of you and you sitting in front of me The world of God is before you. God bless. Good night. We'll see you in a few days time. Never give up. And as the screen says, don't give up. God is with you. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Whatever is in the rest of your stretch tonight, may God strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless. I will see you. When will I see you again? Don't start singing that song, please. I will see you Wednesday evening at 7.30. May God strengthen you and God bless you and God guide you. God is within you. His word is upon you and within you. His love is wrapped around you. You are not alone. You have the deity, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. Stretch out and stretch in and hold on to the hem and never give up. Never give up. Christ is calling, God is leading, and the word is within. Wonderful, glorious, mighty counsellor. I can see you, our family in New Zealand. God bless you, God bless you. Wherever you are tonight, whatever your time zone is across this earth, may God strengthen you, whether you're on this live stream service, whether you'll capture this through iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you capture these podcasts and these live stream services, may God strengthen you, and he will, and he has. And I believe as them scriptures has come up tonight, sit back, take a moment out of the busyness of life, and read Hebrews 11, verse 1. God bless you, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Elian Church on this latest podcast. You can find us on Bus on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio... Alexa, Mixcloud, Facebook, Instagram...